New tonight as special counsel Jack Smith has now responded to the Supreme Court urging the justices to reject the argument from the former president and his immunity claims and delay tactics in his federal election interference case. This response came six days before it was actually even due, a clear sign that Jack Smith wants to get that trial underway. CNN's chief legal correspondent, affairs correspondent Paula Reed is here with the details. Also, CNN legal analyst and former chief assistant DA in Manhattan, Karen Agnifilo Friedman. Great to have you. Paula, obviously we were expecting this, but this came really quickly from Jack Smith. Yeah, we expected him to move quickly, and he did. It's likely that he's contemplating Friday's conference at the Supreme Court. He wants them to be talking about this. Yeah, and what, so what's next here? What's the next move? So how quickly does the Supreme Court weigh in here, right? Because Jack Smith is asking them effectively to move it along. He's saying, look, we don't believe he has immunity. Uh, everyone agrees that he's probably not going to win on the merits, so he's not entitled to a pause. And Jack Smith says, look, let us get on with this trial. But if you must take this up on the merits, at least do oral arguments in March and move this along as expeditiously as possible. So now we're looking not only at what the Supreme Court does, but how quickly do they do it. Even if they do decide they want to take up this case, uh, you know, consider it on the merits, will they move on that expedited timeline or will they drag this out? Because if they drag it out, it's unlikely that Jack Smith is going to be able to bring his case before the election. And that's significant, he says in this filing, because the nation should be able to see the resolution of this case, he argues. But also, if Trump is reelected, Jack Smith and this case will likely you know, no longer, he will no longer exist in that job. Yeah, even if he loses on the merits of the Supreme Court, he could still win if it's delayed. Meanwhile, it's about to be a critical 48 hours for Trump when it comes to three other cases that he is facing. He's expected tomorrow to be here in New York attending a hearing in the hush money criminal case. That's the one that is brought by the district attorney in Manhattan, Alvin Bragg. It could end up very well being the first criminal case against Trump if, as Paula said, the Supreme Court does tend to delay this if they do get involved and this does stretch out. Meanwhile, at the exact same time, South and Fulton County, Georgia, there are going to be two days of hearings starting there in that election interference case where Trump is facing state charges. The judge there is considering motions to disqualify the district attorney, Fonnie Willis, after the revelations of a personal relationship that she acknowledged with a special prosecutor that she hired in that case. Then, on Friday, here in New York, a judge is expected to issue that ruling in the civil fraud trial against Trump and his businesses. That's where the former president could be ordered to pay hundreds of millions of dollars for fraudulently inflating financial statements. And Karen, obviously, that is a significant one. And I think we should start, though, with tomorrow that Trump is going to be here for the hush money case. He's asking the judge to throw that case out. But, but if the judge dismisses that, he could, he's setting a trial date, right? Yeah, so that's what's supposed to happen tomorrow. It was set originally as a control date to see if the March 25th date could be the, case, the date that they go to trial. Because if you remember, the Jack Smith case is what used to be on uh, earlier in March, at March, I think it was 4th or 5th that it was supposed which to go. Which is now off the books. Which is now off the books. And so it's looking like that will be the, the court date. It'll, it'll go as planned in New York. And Paula, I mean, we've been to a million. We're always outside courthouses. <laughs> it's weird to yeah. be in studio together. <laughs> what does it say to you that, that Trump is choosing to go, that he chose to go to that one over to be in Atlanta tomorrow? I don't get it, Caitlin. Here's a, the mystery to me about the Trump strategy right now is his attendance obviously brings an enormous amount of media attention. Absolutely, it's, criti it's critical. It's serious that he's going to potentially face criminal charges. But his lawyers could debrief him about the substance of that case. Instead, I would expect that he would have used his presence to call attention to what is going on down in Georgia. 
because the stakes are not as high for him down there because the case won't go away. But what's happening there, these allegations of Fonnie Willis having an affair with the lead prosecutor who's been paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to handle the case against Trump and his associates, that is something that feeds into this campaign mantra that all of these cases are election interference. It's all part of a corrupt conspiracy. I continue to be surprised that Trump does not make more of what is going on down in Georgia or try to bring more attention to it. Well, and the worst thing that could happen this week could happen Friday. We know it's happening on Friday. We've heard from sources. That's the decision from the judge in the civil fraud trial case here, which Trump's already been found liable for. The decision is how much he's going to have to pay. And it could really kind of wipe out his entire business empire that he's built. Yeah, that's going to be hugely significant to him personally because it could be half a billion dollars when you add interest and fees and everything else that is at stake here. But it's not a criminal conviction, it's civil. And so what's happening in the other cases, he could be a convicted felon by the time he the election in November if these other cases go to trial. She wants $370 million. You think it could be more than that? I think it could be more. Absolutely could be more. It, it, it depends on what Judge Ngoron finds is the disgorgement amount of money that needs to be paid. So I think it could be more. It also depends on whether he finds all of the remaining charges, some of the remaining charges, and what the remedies are. Karen Agnifield and Friedman, Paula Reed. We will be outside the courthouse tomorrow, so make sure you watch us here starting at 9 a.m. on CNN tomorrow. But